Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Indeed and absolutely. My name is Tony. My name is Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Yeah, we had a number of people take advantage of our discounts this week. That's good. Glad that they're working out for you and saving you some money. I'm glad that y'all are getting some benefit out of that. Tell your friends to come and get some benefit out of it too. Right on the Stressless Camping website. It's easy breezy. Lemon peasy. What is (laughs) lemon peasy? I do not know. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) One of the questions we hear quite frequently is the best way to get internet or Wi-Fi on the road. We are nerds and have done a good (laughs) job of that, but Chris and Cherie from Technomadia are the experts, without a doubt. Right. And the information changes frequently. And Heath and Alyssa from the RV Entrepreneur did a great podcast episode with Chris and Cherie about RV mobile internet. And so rather than try to summarize or... (laughs) I'm going to put in the show notes a link to that episode, which I've sent a lot of people to recently. And it's just good. And of course, we have our Wi-Fi booster and different things like that. But they open my eyes to even more stuff. And they talk about Elon Musk's Starlink. Look for the link for the RV Entrepreneur with Heath and Alyssa, and it'll be their episode where they talk to Chris and Cherie about RV mobile internet. On our Stressless Camping Podcast group, we have a new member of the FMCA. Who is the FMCA? Well, we're going to tell you about that, and then we're going to come back with a really super terrific guest. Yes, indeed. Kimmy King from the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. We love being part of the largest club of RVers with events, rallies, tours, resources, and more. And you can be too. That's the FMCA, and it's not just for motorhomes anymore. Now any RVer can join the FMCA and enjoy their fantastic benefits. Yeah, like chapters where people of common interest gather and go on outings and adventures together. It's a great way to meet other RVers who share your interest or location. But there are other great resources too, like a beautiful magazine, forums, videos, tutorials, and so much more. And don't forget the incredible programs like Medical Assist, where the FMCA is there for you in the event of a medical emergency on the road. Yes, and we signed up for the FMCA's Roadside Assistance, which specializes in RVs and offers towing to the nearest qualified repair facility, no matter how many miles away it is. It's a great optional program that's been part of the FMCA for years. Plus, of course, we've got a good deal for you. New members can save $10 on an FMCA membership. We've got the details and more information on this terrific organization on our discounts and deals page at stresslesscamping.com. Join us and other RV enthusiasts at an upcoming rally or gathering and save money in the process. Now Now that's that's Stressless Camping. We are super excited to welcome Kimmy King, the organizer of the Quartzsite Super Show. Is that what it's called? It's a Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. That. (laughs) (laughs) Kimmy, thank you for taking time. I know that you're already working on next year's show. So thank you for having a moment to talk with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We just came out of the 2021 show and it was your first show that you did when your dad wasn't there in Quartzsite. And I have heard many, many good things. So, of course, congratulations to you for taking on that monumental task. <laughs> I think your dad's been going to Quartzsite since the early 70s, right? Yep. He's been out there since, I want to say it said 74 in his article he left out. But yeah, he's been going out there since the 70s. He sold A&E awning systems next door at our show Tyson Wells. Not our show, but this is a show next to us. Mm-hmm. He sold over there. And then one day him and my mom were coming home and my dad's like pitched. My mom's writing down on a notepad. My dad pitched the idea about putting up a circus tent in the middle of the desert and calling it an RV show. And then 38 years later, here we are. <laughs> it is literally Mecca for RVers. If you are an RVer or even a wannabe RVer, you have to get to Quartzsite. Part of it is the show that you all put on 
But part of it is there is just a magic. There is a feeling <laughs> or magic about that place. And a quarter million RVers doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt, for sure. So do you know about what the typical number of RVers are in a normal year and then an idea of what last year was like? We say that come through our gate for a normal non-COVID year, we guesstimate anywhere between like 100,000 and 125,000 over the nine days. Wow. Granted, we don't charge to get in. We don't charge to park. So we can't really keep numbers. Right. But with my dad being in the industry so long and the feedback we've gotten from sponsors or exhibitors or just people in courtside who have lived there forever, that is the general gist we get over the nine days. This year, we definitely saw probably about a 40% decrease at the gates. Hmm. But the amazing thing was it was an entirely new crowd, you guys. It was families. It was children. It was, you know, families with multiple children in it. It was the off-roads, the side-by-sides. Because our demographic is typically on the older side, the snowbirds, the 65 and up. And because of this pandemic, a lot of them stayed home, the Canadians. We had people come through our gates who had never even heard of our show before. Wow. And a lot of, I think what you're seeing is there's so many new people who are discovering the RV life. And that probably speaks to the whole industry. I bet, I, I don't know from the Tampa Super Show, but I bet you it was not dissimilar. Also, you get a lot of new people, more young people, families, that sort of thing. I mean, you look at the RVs that are being built and... I write daily RV reviews, and so many of them now have desks and workspaces in them. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the kids are distance learning right now. Right. There's so many kids that are not in school or that are now homeschooled and parents that can get on the road and you can learn from distance and you can travel and do all these things. And I think our show gets around by word of mouth. And I think that's how these people found out because I was talking to people as they were coming in and they're like, we had never heard of your show. We're new to RVing. We just bought this fifth wheel. We have our family. And and you're open, you're something to do, and we're just happy to be here. So I think that was a huge positive that came out of this whole COVID epidemic because I don't think they would have found us in another way or it would have taken a couple of years maybe yeah. to find us. Right, well, yeah. And as we've said, what's better is to tell your kids about Mount Rushmore or show it to them. Tell exactly. your kids about exactly. the Portside RV Super Show or show or it show to it them. Or show it to them. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? exactly. That was like probably my favorite part of it was just seeing that growth in our demographic. And that's why I'm hoping next year these people that got their feet wet this year that found out about it, that enjoyed it, will come back and then we'll also have our snowbirds and Canadians and, yeah. and people that are a little bit in the older category that were so bummed they couldn't come but i got so much positive and gratitude feedback from them for doing the show anyways and that they'll see us in 22 so yeah we'll be there yeah we were there last year we didn't make it this year but we're definitely going to be there next year yeah we can't wait i'm excited (laughs) and we have a bit of information about that that we'll share in a little bit but one of the things that surprised me that i didn't really realize is the extent of upgrades, repairs, and modifications you can have done right there. You have a whole sort of back garage area. That's yep, part we have of this. It. They're called the service bays. So that's really unique to our show. And I'm don't quote me, but I don't think any other show does that, or we're one of the really few ones that do it. It's basically made so an exhibitor who occupies them right now: Redlands, Roadmaster, Blue Ox, and then Dometic took a year off, but they'll be back next year. And it was Pro Tang this year. And you can make appointments either ahead of time or go to their booths in the show and sign up to get services done. So Redlands has been with us, I want to say over 15 years, and they take eight of our service bays. They do so many different things to RVs, but they have it down like clockwork. They have them in, they're working on, they're out, and they had their single biggest single day sales in all the time they've been in our show. So on a Thursday <laughs> during wow. a pandemic, they did their best sales in the courtside RV show history. So that goes to show you, and that's people signing up at the show. They didn't have a ton of reservations. They were a little nervous coming in and they killed it. So huh. it's pretty neat to be able to bring your rig in and say, Hey, I'd like to get some new Michelin tires while I go shopping. You get in line, drop it off, go shopping pick it up and hit the road. And they do repairs too, correct? Yes. So Mm -hmm. if you have an issue or you've been like eyeing an upgrade and then with the medic there, which I assume they'll probably be back next year. Yeah, they should. We hope so. They have been able to work on a lot of their products or even do upgrades and things like that in the past. And of course, we've talked to ProTang before. We met them last year. The fire suppression systems and we got a lot of great time to talk with Todd in that whole realm of repairs and changes. 
<laughs> exactly. Here's the funny thing. Last year at the Quartzite show when we were there, we had every intention of having Protang fire protection yeah. put into our RV's refrigerator. Then we were going to the FMCA rally after that. Well, that got canceled. So we would have had Protang put into our, the, yeah. it's a fire suppression system. We would have had it put in had we actually showed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They stepped up with a service bay and they had an outdoor spot and then they had an indoor spot and they were working with the National Indoor RV Center. I think they've kind of come together and they brought a really beautiful rig that they had outside. And it was really neat to have them step up in that aspect because the service bay had come available. You know, Dometic was our platinum sponsor this year, but they just made a agreement as a company not to have any feet or employees on the ground at shows. So they stepped up from a sponsorship as a platinum sponsor and it was a bummer not having them there that was probably the most asked about exhibitor that wasn't because uh-huh. you guys saw their banners everywhere and everyone's like uh-huh. where's Dometic and unfortunately and we get it I mean these times are so hard to navigate right yeah. now we were just grateful that they were able to support us from a sponsorship side of things right yeah and you don't especially as a big company if somebody goes there and gets the coronavirus from a Dometic employee lawyers have yeah. it'll be a bad situation right. so it's just I the association yeah yeah same with Progressive. You know, Progressive is our naming sponsor. They've been with us quite some time now. And they were amazing from a sponsorship side of things, but they did not have any feet on the ground either. They typically take a large footprint, as you saw two years ago. And they were asked about, but they brought in like memorabilia. We had like a freebie Friday giveaway. I had so much fun sitting at the front gate talking to people (laughs) and like handing out free shirts and free hats. And it was pretty neat. So I'm excited to have those kinds of people back next year with a presence in person because they were sorely missed for sure. Too bad Flo can't show up. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool? She was there like four years ago. Oh, she was? It was a cardboard cutout. It kind of makes you feel good, though, too, when you report back to them. Everybody wanted to see you. And you were, you know. Yeah. Then you kind of get an idea like, oh, it's, I mean, they probably already know this, but it's worth it to go there because we know a lot of people are looking for us. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We've made some great relationships when we were there, including Lion Energy was one of those. And And Protang. And and Protang, yeah. And RV Travel. And RV travel that's true (laughs) that's another thing is just the social aspect is fantastic we love beer bellies of course (laughs) adult daycare yeah adult daycare that's not you that's a separate that's right outside our walkthrough i brought up the show tyson wells they're across the street and they have tyson square that you walk from our north gate through tyson square which is where beer bellies is to get over to the other show and there's shopping out there too but they were busy you know they kept very busy especially with the good weather you know when you get that good weather it gets it gets really nice definitely the social aspect like i say it's you find people in quartzite that would typically maybe not always meet anywhere else yeah we're different in the sense that when people think of RV shows, they think of things like the Florida Super Show and they think of multiple RV dealers and RVs everywhere for display or for buy. And that our show is different. It's an RV sports and vacation show, a trade show geared towards the off-road and RV community that also has RVs for sale. We have our exclusive RV dealer, RV Country, who's been with us for quite some time. And they are the only ones that bring rolling stock onto our property to sell before, during and after the show. So it's a little bit different than you would see in your typical RV show where I get the feedback. You don't have any many dealers. You don't have this. We just don't have the space for it. Sure. Yeah. Show grounds isn't that big. Right. And you fill it up. It's yeah. not like you got a big empty yeah. space you could have done something with. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> RV country brings not just a few. There's a good handful of rigs that they have there. Yeah. And they bring a lot of selection, a little bit of everything, small exactly. trailers and big motorhomes. And News, new. Typically, they're probably between. 200 and 250 rigs for view this year was a little different because of the pandemic everything was back ordered and it was more the parts so they're like we can't oh. really sell these rvs that don't have a toilet <laughs> or don't have air conditioning in it but that's not to say that they did not have a very successful show i heard some great things i think between the supply and demand being so up people wanting to get out and explore in rvs people wanting to upgrade people wanting to trade in they had a very very successful year and so that just showed shows kind of where the RV industry is at right now. You know, it's just, that's where it's at. People want to travel. You can't fly. You can't do these things. So let's get in a car and let's travel and let's be remote. Let's be self-sufficient. Let's be off the grid. And that's what we were seeing. Oh, that's excellent. One of the things we had talked a little bit also about the social aspect of it. So at Quartzsite, there's, I don't know how many thousand acres of 
open BLM land mm-hmm. and public lands. And there are people who will go as groups and camp together and attend the show. Or if you want to just stay away from everybody, there's that option too. And there's RV services. So I would start planning now for next year because you can join things like FMCA or escapees and join a group and have your time with those people. There was a big YouTuber group that was there this past year. Yeah, I had really kind of wanted to go camp a few days with escapees and go camp a few days with this other group and go <laughs> find some Bounce sisters around. on the fly or something. Yeah, I wanted to like <laughs> Man. meet up Part with all, all the groups. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. So we have my dad three years ago purchased a Can-Am and so my husband and I, who's the other side of the business, we'll take it out, you know, after hours and go and we'll go up on the mountains and you can see in the BLM land, like the ones that are kind of scattered about that are by themselves or the ones that are in the circles. That wasn't as present this year as in the past, just because less people and then the social distancing trying to like separate from each other. But you could still see the rings of people that are coming out and like attacking Quartzite in a group. Like you have this, (laughs) like they'll go to our show, they'll go to Tyson Wells, they'll go to the powwow, they'll take their off-road vehicles and they'll go explore. So there's just so many different options to, Quartzite isn't just like a, you can see it in three hours. Right. If you get the whole feel, you come for a couple of days and you get that experience. You can hook up an RV places inside a quartzite. You have full hookups in the BLM. You can do dry camping. There's just so many options, you know? The first year that we came to quartzite, we weren't sure what you know, we kind of had read up on it and had an idea of what to expect, but we thought maybe we'd spend, you know, like a whole month there. And so we reserved an RV park in town for the month. We only ended up staying for 10 days, but it was like the same price because yeah, you, know, you get a, a great deal for a month. Yeah. But then after that, you know, and then we got a feel for things and we got a lay of the land and we understood a little bit better. So now we know where we want to camp and what we want to do and right. who we want to hang out with. And yeah, <laughs> totally. But back to the show. <laughs> You had mentioned about all of the service available. One of the things I had heard is people say, well, it's really a home show. You have tons of RV related stuff, but there's also cool home or even, you know, not RV maintenance stuff there. There's kind of something for everybody. That's where we're a little bit different. You know, in a perfect world, would I love to have a show that every single booth is completely RV related? I mean, yes, I would love that. And that is my goal to bulk up that side of it. But at the same time, some of these, we call them like the slicers and the dicers that have like the kind of the pitch products. (laughs) Some of those you use in your RV, like, you know, collapsible cutting boards or spice racks that kind of lock in or things like that. So we do have that scattered. You know, we have things that necessarily may not be RV related to some people, but I mean, we have tons of options. You know, we have the solar, we have the batteries, we have the inverters, we have the generators, we have the roofing, we have the shades, we have a little bit of it all. Those screens. Yeah, those privacy yeah. screens. One of these we days really we're like going to buy those. one gonna of those. Do that. Those are Breeze Screen and they're amazing. Yeah. Yes. They're company Breeze Screen. For the people who actually are full-time RVers, that is their home and they, well, we they really that. cross over. Well, we buy all kinds of stuff. Like we bought a frying pan yeah, last year and we pan. have last year the and silicone those, bowls yeah those collapsible bowls right because that's collapsible and, it yeah. helps uh-huh. the scrubbers i love and the broom <laughs> yeah we- yeah and we get a lot of flack on that from like the some of the rv industry people that think that our show doesn't meet those parameters of certain rv shows but that's just our show's unique it's different you're not going to find anything like right site anywhere else right no well if you get over a hundred thousand people walking through the show you can tell the naysayers to go soak in the mud (laughs) hey people who are looking for a new frying pan are going to go in there and walk through the whole tent even if they only wanted a frying pan and it's an experience it's not it brings in more people exactly like you say it's the social aspect it's the experience that you get walking through the tent i mean people come in and they're just awed by this huge (laughs) tent that we have in the middle you know you guys saw it two years ago that's the biggest it's been in probably 12 years was when you guys came yeah it was huge it was massive that year and of course this year it went down i have the ability to expand and contract the tent based on my exhibitor participation Mm -hmm. which is a godsend for me so it just helps 
be able to see how big and how little I'd like the tent, depending on how many people sign up. And of course, this year, we were down about 20, 25% in exhibitor participation. And I was expecting that. Right. It's just part of the game that we're going through. Yeah. But next year, I think it's going to be, I think there's so much pan up demand and I've already heard people going, oh, I got to be there and such. So, So if somebody has an RV product or service and they'd like to be there, I believe right now you're already starting to take reservations. Yes. For 2022, our show is January 22nd to the 30th, 2022. You can go on our website, which is courtsitervshow.com and get an application. And that's just kind of how we get the ball rolling. You know, we're already starting to book. I have so many exhibitors who could not make 2021 who actually signed up for 2022 back in 2020. That got really confusing. (laughs) (laughs) But but hopefully you got my job. You're already half full. Your job's already done. You can take the rest of the year off. I'm in 21, but we're finishing 21, going to 22, you know, and we have people that just didn't feel comfortable in 21. So we're really excited for 22. I know it's going to take us a little bit to get back to where we would like to be, but I think next year is going to be really strong. And I'm really hoping to implement a couple of things that we talked about, bringing in more off-road options. I had that actually starting to work out at the end of the 2020 show and then Corona said hello. And so that (laughs) all went bye-bye. So I had to kind of put that on the back burner and just kind of keep my head afloat, you know, keep the show going, things like that. Yeah. There's a lot of off-road. Like you go there as somebody who lives in California and you see the ATVs and side-by-sides and such like on the street and it's like, what? Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> but, it is. It's so fun. And now that we have one, I I never grew up in that world. I never had any of the off-road, any of that. And my dad pulled the trigger on the Can-Am a couple years ago. And it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Especially out there, like so many things to do. The, the Arizona Peace Trail, that community is getting bigger and bigger. And we keep getting the push to incorporate that more in our show. And we are getting little interest here and there. I just need to get some bigger names in to attract some of the smaller companies. So that's my goal in the next couple of years, me and my husband to just kind of explore that. And, you know, I really was planning on going on the Overland West show last year and I was planning on going to a couple others and COVID. Yeah. So yeah. we were too. Again this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. One of the most visited aspects of our website was the RV show calendar. Not last year. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So knowing that you are already filling up the tent spaces and already working on next year's show, I need to ask you, do you ever get to take a break? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm very lucky that, so I live about five minutes from my office. So me and my dad work in the office and my house is just about five minutes away. And I basically put 2021 to rest by the end of February. So I fin- I'm just tying up all my loose ends, things like that. And then I promote 2022 starting in March, but it's quiet. You know, March, April, May, June, people are not focused on a show in nine months. They're yeah. focused on the next right. show online. Right. And we don't do a ton of advertising. My dad's been really lucky to have exhibitors who word of mouth or we have probably an 80% re-sign up rate each year. That might be a little high, higher number this year, maybe like more like 70 now, yeah. but that's still a good chunk that keep coming back because I want to treat you the best I can because you make money, I make money, you keep coming back. And that's how we are. We're very yeah. hands-on. You know, a lot of shows you go to, you don't see the show promoter. You don't yeah. see any of that. We walk through, we say hi, we say thank you. We ask how it's going. We live on the property. We try and take pride in that because we want people to keep coming back, you know? Right. You had to have grown up with the show. I mean, since you could barely watch walk i can imagine you were going to arizona in january with your dad and mom yeah we would always come out back in the day uh, my dad had entertainment and that's something that i'd like to bring back again in like a five-year plan we had the artist the spoon man and hillbilly willie on the six foot unicycle of death and so me and my brother would get so excited to come see these guys perform because they would pull us in and interact with us and you know and then we get to drive my dad's golf cart which was the coolest thing <laughs> us growing up you know like it's just so neat to like see it then and then be in the business now. You know, I've been in the company for, this is my eighth show. Did I ever think that this is my plan? No, I got my degree in criminal law, did not get it in business, did not see this coming, but I don't know. It's just one of those things where I said, I'm going to try it and I never left, you know? And so it's been really neat to see that the growth of the company and just getting to know the ins and outs and how much hard work my dad and his, he had a partner at one point, but he retired his name's Mal Mallory. And so just to see them create this culture, 
yeah. I guess is the best way to describe it in quartzite. Yeah. So when you get to take some time off, do you RV? Do you have a some secret camping places <laughs> you like to just go it's get away? <laughs> so funny because everyone expects that I grew up with an RV or had this RV lifestyle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my brother, we were very close in age, so we would get at each other a lot. And so my dad's like, I cannot imagine being locked in a small environment with you two for 14 days. My dad, my mom preferred planes and cruises and that kind of <laughs> lifestyle. So my goal is really to get more accustomed to this because I'm very green when it comes to the RVing world. You know, my dad, even though he didn't take us RVing, he did a lot of that. You know, he would sell his awnings. He was in these small motorhomes. He was in these rigs. So he knows so much about it, but I don't know as much. And so that was my plan last year for Overland West was to rent a rig and take it out and learn black water, gray water, all that. Cause that's just so, I, I have <laughs> yeah. a toilet. I don't know. I have a shower and a toilet that I can use at all times at my house. I don't know, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, a great way to learn how to live the RV lifestyle to its fullest the Stressless Camping Podcast. Yeah, there, there you go. we go. <laughs> Not that I'm biased or anything. <laughs> or when we bring our RV basic training camp to Southern California, because we're trying to get it, we're spreading out. You know, we've done it just at one campground here in Northern California, but we really want to kind of take it on the road. And it's a two-day immersive workshop where we, yeah. we talk about water heaters and then we go look at your water heater and make sure you <laughs> understood what we said. And then we talk okay. about black tanks and we walk to everybody's black tank and say, where's your black tank? And yeah. it's kind of a hands-on workshop for new RVers. Yeah, it's, yeah. It actually has been really popular. We are currently on a hiatus, but we're going to start up again in March doing it. And we would like to go further away than just around the corner, basically. And then our last thing is we found out that your dad, Kenny, who has been the fixture, the cornerstone of this for so many years, has been diagnosed with leukemia. And mm -hmm. we hope that that can have a successful outcome. How, how's he doing? It was definitely out of left field. He actually got COVID back in June. Oh, jeez. Oh, and we thought it was lingering stuff with that, breathing stuff, lungs, because that's just kind of what he was having. And that's some of the side effects of having COVID. And then we got the diagnosis of the acute myeloid leukemia. And so it's just kind of been a whirlwind, you know, that was back in the very beginning of November. And like I say, I've never run the show solo. I'm more of the front person. I'm the face of the company a little <laughs> bit more. He's kind of been backing out and letting me take over. But he he still does a lot of the stuff that I don't know how to do, you know? So I was full panic mode when I was like, I have to go to courtside by myself <laughs> during a pandemic. Oh, man. <laughs> so, you know, he's getting treatment at home and, and we're doing our best to stay positive. And, you know, he's actually in the office today. He came, he was able to come in for a little bit just when he feels up to it. Cause there's still stuff he has to show me, you know, there's still stuff on that side that right. I don't, I don't know about, but we've been getting great support and he has some great doctors here in Southern California and, you know, we're just keeping a positive and, you know, hoping for the best. So I appreciate the kind words. We're all going to be pulling for him. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, I guess our last thing is we had said we were going to sort of make a, not an announcement, but we have, we are working with you to set up a media booth next year. Yeah. So if you have a podcast or a YouTube channel or a big Instagram following or whatever it is, we would like to invite you to work with us to have a presence there and have maybe a meetup or something like that and bring your following to see you in person at the 2022 Quartzsite show. Yeah. I loved having you guys there two years ago. And, you know, the more that I dive into this and there's certain, you know, Jeff Spencer, he works for Dometic. Uh, he gave me some people to follow. RV Lifestyles was another one who did an interview with me. And yeah. I would love to have an area where people can come. They can do podcasts. They can find out more information. We'd somehow make it a media. You know, this is new. So it would be a growing something that me and Tony are going to hopefully work on together to try and see how we can implement this in our show. Because that aspect of it is so big now. It's not just in person. It's social media. It's influencers. It's YouTubers. I always Google on YouTube like the Quartzsite RV show that year after the show closes because I don't even know half the people that are in my, <laughs> my tent taking these videos. I would like to have a media spot where they could come and say, this is me. Here's my card. I'm going to be in the show or just so I can promote it. You know right. what I mean? Because yeah. social media is so big. And so it'll be an opportunity for you to have meetups and a spot to have your audience come and meet with you. So it'll be, it'll yeah. be a cool 
little thing and we'll expand a little bit further as it gets closer. We'll, of course, Definitely. be there again next year yeah. and can't yeah. wait. Kimmy, what a pleasure to have you here on the Stressless Camping Podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. And to all of the RVers out there, if you haven't got your plans in for 2022, January, to go to the Quartzsite RV Sports Vacation and RV Show, <laughs> you need to. It's a must go to. And I have to warn you, once you go once, you'll want to go back over and over and over again. You'll want to go back. And like Kimmy said, you don't want to do this on your way through town. Plan to spend, I mean, we spend 10 days easily. Yeah. Because of the tent and also because of the rest of Tyson Wells, the rest of Quartzite, mm-hmm. the rest of the surroundings. And the social The rest aspect. of the groups that we hang out with. So make this a destination. Make your whole second half of January a Quartzite destination. Yeah. And the weather's great. That too. Don't bring only long pants. I know wherever you are now, <laughs> you're probably wearing long pants and sweaters, but... Tony had to go buy shorts I last year. I had to go buy short <laughs> pants last year. Because he didn't have year. enough. It was so nice. That was like one of the nicest years we had yeah. when you guys came. Like it was, it was beautiful. And typically we get gorgeous weather. I mean, it is the desert. My dad always says, bring your parka and bring your swimsuit because you don't know what to <laughs> yep. expect. But like for the most part, people coming from, you know, the snow. Me, I'm Southern California. So when yeah. it dipped below like... It's colder. 60, I was like a child, but you know, yeah. you know, but for, <laughs> I'm just used to that sweet spot, that sweet 65 to 72 Absolutely. is where I used to live yeah. in. <laughs> that yeah. was us too. When we first moved to Northern California, we thought we are going to die of, yeah. of cold. What the heck is this cold nonsense? <laughs> and then my, my relatives in Colorado are like rolling their eyes at me like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> right. Babies. I got that the whole show. Everyone's like, people are in shorts and I'm like in a parka, like a, a hat. And you're like, it's, it's 65 degrees out. I'm like, but it's cold. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. Thank you. The dates for the 22 show are January 22nd to the 30th, 2022. Courtsiderviewshow.com is where you'll find all the action. So I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And we look forward to seeing you next January, if not before. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, you betcha. Thank you. Did you make our camping reservations? No, everything's full. We might have to rethink our trip. No way. Did you look at Boondockers Welcome? You remember they have hosts all over the place where we can stay free. Some that are totally off-grid camping and some with partial and even full hookups. There's all kinds of great places to overnight. Of course. And we even have a coupon code to join Boondockers Welcome on our partners page. You could save five bucks when you sign up. How could I forget? There are all kinds of great places we can find on the Boondockers Welcome website. Our trip is saved. And speaking of saving money, we will, since there's no charge to stay at any Boondockers Welcome site. It's the best deal out there, and it's a great way to meet local hosts and stay in local places and expand our journey. Well, I'm going to finish planning our epic road trip, and it's going to be even better with stays we find on the Boondockers Welcome website. And it's so easy to locate hosts along your next epic adventure. We are here with our very dear friend whom we miss tremendously, Diana Uh Schmidt. We miss her because she moved to New Braunfels, Texas, which we had intended to visit last year and then didn't because, you know. Because nobody went anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, well, exactly. But Diana, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you. And we are going to talk New Braunfels in Texas. Yeah. I have to say it right, though. Uh Uh-oh. How do you say it? I have to say New New Braunfels. Oh, New Braunfels. Okay. Right. Oh, see? We're learning already. I know. It's super. Already. What's the history of the place? Why would somebody want to go there? Oh, there's tons of history here. New Braunfels was founded by Prince Karl of Solms Braunfels, Germany in 1845. Huh. He came and he founded this area and he brought over German immigrants with him. And that's how it all started. So the German heritage here is huge. The signage coming in is all Wilkemann. And and all our festivals are all German-inspired, of course. And the German food is amazing here. And, of course, lots and lots and lots of beer. (laughs) Yeah, and you have a big water park there called Schlitterbahn. Schlitterbahn, which is world famous. Yes. It's, I forget how many acres it is. I was looking at it earlier. I think it was eight acres 
Now it's huge. I haven't been there yet, though, because there's so many other things to do. I just, (laughs) we just haven't been there yet. And of course, last summer, it was really weird because it was closed down for a while. And then you had to make reservations to get in and they were only letting so many people in. So it was too complicated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's super fun. But if you don't want to go through all that, there's always tubing on the Guadalupe or the Carmel Rivers. Yeah, it's a slow river, right? It is a slow cruise. On the Kamal, there's a little rapids area that you go through, and they have like this, it's called the tube chute. Uh-huh. And you go through the tube chute and come shoot now, and it's really fun. We've done that. And the rest of it is nice and smooth, and you can bring your own adult beverages. And there's places to rent big old inner tubes, right? There's tubing companies everywhere. <laughs> you go there and park at their location, get your tube, you go to float down the river and then they pick you up at their stop and take you back to your car. Nice. What roughly does it cost to rent a tube to go down the river? I don't know because we have our own. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but one of the places that you go tubing right by is the Rio Guadalupe RV Resort and that's where we would stay. Oh. But there are tons of places to camp along the river there's river road which is an absolutely beautiful drive and there's all kinds of little beer joints and convenience stores you know on the campgrounds there's campgrounds all along there and then there's restaurants one of my favorite places to go along there is the float house and they actually have (laughs) picnic tables that are in the river Oh, so you're sitting at your picnic table in the river with, you know, and they have umbrellas and you sit there and you eat and their hamburgers are amazing there. And so you you drink your bucket of beer, you have your burger, (laughs) you're sitting in the water watching people float by. It is so fun there. It's one of my favorite places to go and they have live music. That sounds great. Yeah, I noticed looking around, there is a lot of live music there. You can find live music every night of the week. Wow. Man, my kind of place. And it covers a broad spectrum of types of music, but mostly it's Texas country. Uh Right. Makes sense since that's where it is. And I have to tell you a funny story. When we moved here, we were got here Labor Day weekend of 2019. And we lived with our real estate agent because we were homeless. (laughs) (laughs) And he took us to the float house on the river. And we're in the river. We're sitting at our table. There's this guy standing next to me in the river. And I started, I just started talking to him. It was Labor Day. And I just started talking to him. We had this wonderful conversation where I was from, what, you know, he said his name was Randy. We talked. Well, later on, after we left and we were going back to Travis's house, he goes, so he goes, did you have a nice conversation with Randy? And I said, well, how do you know him? He goes, well, that's Randy Rogers. He's one of the biggest Texas country stars, music stars around. And everybody was just kind of, I guess, kind of like, she's talking to Randy Rogers. (laughs) Like he's a person or something. (laughs) No clue who the guy was. Oh, man. And so it's really funny because now when we, you know, see him play or whatever, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Randy Rogers. Or I hear him on the radio. (laughs) Now, I have to ask you, since one of the things that Di was known for was crashing bands with her tambourine, have you done that yet? I have. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Oh, Tony, come on. You know I'd find my way up on a stage. Right. Of course. I I mean, that's why I had to ask. (laughs) Yes, I did do that last year. So I did get my time. But I have my tambourine in my car. So you never know. I'm prepared. That's like the washboard in my trailer yeah that's right that's right because you never know when you're gonna have to but music here there's green historic green and it's spelled g-r-u-e-n-e it's everything's german spelling here uh-huh. green. green is i mean a tourist mecca people come from all over to go to green but green hall which i actually have green hall shirt on today green hall is the longest 
continuously operated oldest music hall in Texas. Wow. That's so pretty everyone cool. who's anyone has played at Green Hall. George Strait. We saw Garth Brooks there last year. He did a concert, but it was a lotto to get in because it's a small Yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> so you're close to yeah, the music. I, we didn't get picked to be inside Green Hall, but Garth Brooks actually set up a Jumbotron. Oh. They blocked off the main street green right there. They put up two big jumbotrons and they live fed his concert from inside the hall as you oh, were scanning cool. outside the hall watching him on the big screen. So that's how we saw him and it was really fun. That's awesome. Wow. But there's music everywhere. Live music everywhere. That's my kind of scene. <laughs> it is your kind of scene. Yeah. Did we talk about the Hill Country Craft Beer Trail? No. No? We have to do that. When you guys come oh, yeah. out, we have to do that because there are artisan breweries everywhere. Wow. There are several right in our immediate area that we can go to. Nice. Excellent. Sounds great. Yeah, we plan to come out there at least once this year. At least at once. At least once. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it might be a longer stay than I had originally thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking because, stay a while. of course, there's worse fat. Yes. There's so many things to go and see. So we have here also a drive-through African Safari Park. Yeah, oh, I cool. saw that. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Drive-through Natural Bridge um, Caverns. So there's also huge caverns that you can go through. And then they have the drive-through African Safari Park. <laughs> that is <Neat>. so cool. <laughs> we had that in Southern California when I was a kid and it went away. So it's good to know that it's still there yeah it is here alive and well have you done it yet no because the one time when steven's daughter came out with our grandbaby and our son-in-law we were gonna go and it, it was, was closed. closed that's so weird i mean you you're in your car drive you're in your, your own car, car. car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well campgrounds have been open here so we're not having any of those issues here oh we? that's good so this craft beer trail is it go through like a lot of towns in the area or is it a walk walkable trail a drivable trail no it's not walkable okay are there limos or buses or any like yes okay Uh uh-huh yep Bands. You don't have to worry about drinking and driving because that's bad. <laughs> exactly. And for those people who would prefer wine over beer, Fredericksburg, which isn't very far away from us, it's about an hour drive, I think, is considered the Napa of Texas. Oh, really? There are hundreds of wineries now popping up everywhere. So they have the same kind of thing in that area as well. And it goes from Fredericksburg actually all the way over to Dripping Springs which is closer to Austin, this whole hill country area, there are wineries popping up everywhere. So they do the same thing, you know, and you can rent a limo or a van or whatever. There's all kinds of companies that do that here too for wine tasting. Nice. That's cool. And then you had mentioned the caverns, but the thing I absolutely have to be there for Worst Fest. Oh, Worst Fest Fest. is so much fun. And it's probably what New Braunfels is known for. People come from all over to go to Worst Fest and you have to dress up. I have my letter hosen. You know how we hate to dress up. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, darn. Dress up to go to a festival? Oh, my gosh. Just to let people know, the climate here is considered subtropical. And so, like... Today is, oh, I don't know, 70, 68, wow. somewhere wow. around there today. Yeah. And this is this is the beginning of February. <laughs> the mean annual temperature here is around 69 degrees. The average January temperature is 51. Average July, and everyone always said, oh my gosh, you're, gonna, you're going there. It's going to be so hot and humid. July, the average temperature is 85. Wow. And the humidity is not bad at all. Thank Hawaii. Huh. I mean, it's, it's humid of, there, but you get used to not, that. It's not like Houston, but Houston's, you know, three hours away. Yeah. It can't be all that different from here because wine grapes need a certain temperatures and humidity and stuff like that. So for grapes to grow, I figure I can live where grapes can live. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, what are you saying? You saying you could live there in I a German town? I could live in New Braunfels just as easily as I could live here in terms of temperature. Oh. <laughs> move here, move here. Oh. We actually got a little bit of snow here a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It was just like this little dusting. Everyone we know in Texas was posting videos. I mean, some people got a good amount of snow. Yeah, we didn't get very much here yeah. at all. Just the, the kind of light, you know, little dusting and it stayed and it was like, oh, yay. And then it was gone. <laughs> For those people who like art, we have the New Braunfels Art League. There's several art galleries around here. Just the other day, friends of ours took us on a walking tour of the murals. So there oh, are huh. historical murals throughout downtown New Braunfels, and you can walk, and they're beautiful. They're amazing. Lots of museums here, lots of art. The Heritage Museum, which is a little ways from us in Canyon Lake, which is, well, five, seven minutes away. <laughs> they have dinosaur tracks there and fossils and different artifacts there at that museum. So for people Fun. who want to go explore that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Canyon Lake. Canyon Lake is 80 miles of shoreline. Wow. Yeah. Is it a man-made lake or is it? Yeah, it's a man-made lake. It's a reservoir, but. So what? It's still a big bunch of water. Lots of camping around the lake. If people have a boat, you know, or pulling their boat and there's boat rentals too as well. Lots of camping around the lake and the lake is beautiful. It's clear, beautiful kind of turquoise blue color. It's gorgeous. Pine trees around and oak trees wow. and the area here. It reminds me a lot of there with the oak trees. And it's much different than than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, huh. It reminds me a lot of California in some ways. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we need to get out there sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm going to go pack my bag. Bye. Yeah. Well, wait, we have to put the new water tank in the oh, trailer right. first. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, we have a mobile RV guy. Whenever you have problems with your RV or whatever, his mobile and I'll come out and fix oh, whatever. That's cool. That's a good See, thing to know. See, we should just go. Yeah. Get our fix. Yeah, we'll get just take the tank. <laughs> I'd be up for a 70 degree day. Although it's not it's bad here. It's 70 degrees here today. Yeah, so. it's so weird. Yeah. We're super easy to get to. You just, I-10. Yep. I just, yeah. I looked while we were talking. It's, <laughs> it's 1,800 miles. Takes four and a half days just to drive through Texas. Yeah, I know. It's a big state. It is a very big state. Well, even El Paso area, that whole mountain range and that whole area, the topography around is different. But once you get past there and you start coming in the hill country, you start getting the rolling hills and the rock outcroppings and the I mean it really was a beautiful drive this whole hill country area is just stunningly beautiful and springtime when all the blue bonnets are in bloom oh. is just amazing everything's purple it's just gorgeous mm -hmm. they're everywhere everywhere nice and we get monarch butterflies we're on the monarch butterfly trail huh yeah. i guess they might go down to mexico well they yeah. come through here and a lot of them hatch here so there's monarch butterflies everywhere and that's cool. it's really very pretty Wow. Yeah. And lots of reasons to go. Yeah. Lots of reasons to come and visit me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you get me as a tour guide. Right? right. Which is awesome. Not only lots of reasons, but in lots of seasons. Because yeah. the, the blue bonnets and the butterflies are going to be springtime. And Worst Fest is November. And mm -hmm. we have to plan a few trips. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, now we're going to go do some travel planning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you come out and visit, I'll take you to an authentic German restaurant, Tony. Oh, that'll be awesome. That, that alone is reason enough for me to move there. <laughs> <laughs> fabulous, fab, fabulous food, the Alpine House. That sounds good. I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. be there in five days. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for you. So there's another place I want to tell you guys about. Do you like snakes? No. <laughs> Tony is not well, a snake lover. Okay. It's Animal World and Snake Farm Zoo. 
and it's just down the road from us a little ways. And so I kept driving by going, what is this snake farm? So we finally went. And so when you first walk in, you tell me if you don't like want to see snakes, you can walk right through and go to where the other animals are. <laughs> the collection of snakes that they have there is just crazy. And some of them are just, I have never seen before ever. Because they're so pretty. I've never seen a coral snake, you know? Right. But I did finally see one in our backyard, but that oh. was the first and the last one that I've ever seen. And boy, it hightailed away from me very quick. But uh. the snake farm, so you, so you go and see all the snakes and then you go through into the back and they have camels and they have zebra and they have ostrich and they have, and it's a whole zoo they have alligators i think they're alligators or crocodiles i can't <laughs> well did you have to see you later or would you see them see after a while it was really fun there and they had giant tortoises i was really surprised at the amount of animals they had hyenas they had some lions and monkeys and stuff it was really fun so it's a you know a zoo zoo type on a smaller scale it's not like san antonio zoo but it's just one of those roadside attractions <laughs> you know oh, those- you're driving along you're like oh what's the snake farm let's go check it out yeah, <laughs> those are those must-see places even if it is snakes i'll go see the snakes yeah i'll run through that part and see the, <laughs> the proper animals except the lions and all that i don't know they serve beer in the back too oh, well, so then, well, there you go there you go Something for everyone <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool diana thank you so much for sharing new Brownfell with us yeah and, you're welcome and i'll learn to say it right and everything <laughs> Bonfuls. Bonfuls. Practice your German. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. Well, tell Stephen hi, and it was sure good well, seeing you. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Love you guys. Love and you miss too. You. We'll talk to you soon. See you this year okay. sometime. <laughs> okay. So guess what? This is so different. It's my turn to give a gadget report. Yeah. And this gadget doesn't take batteries or electricity. There's no flashlight involved. No. (laughs) There's no vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) I love and adore that I am able to still have possession of my mother's melamine plates that I grew up camping with. Yes. And I also love that my friend Jerry gave me her mother's melamine plates that she grew up with and didn't need anymore. And so we have a good selection of melamine plates, which is awesome, except for one thing is that they really weren't made to go in the microwave. No. So we hardly ever use them in the microwave. But in the meantime, I saw a post on Facebook a while back about someone who had bought wheat straw plates. And I looked into them and I bought some and I tried them and I'm going to give them an A+. They are sort of that similar hard plastic texture like melamine. They're very lightweight. I happen to get some that are kind of deep. I don't know how to yeah, say Yeah, they're it. like plate bowls. They're like plate bowls. They're a little bit deep. They're not bowls at all, but you know, if you have a little bit of saucy food, it won't roll off the plate. Ooh, saucy. <laughs> and, you know, I worried, I have a very strong aversion to, I'm getting the chills thinking about it, <laughs> to, <laughs> to when a paper plate gets wet. I'm seriously like breaking out in hives. And <laughs> you got the heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. And so I was a little bit concerned that these plates would have that too much of a dry feeling. And they really don't. They're very much like the melamine that we're used to. Lightweight, very unbreakable but they're also microwave safe. So I think they're a winner. I think we'll keep them in the camper. I don't know what we'll do with nine melamine plates, but I can't get rid of them. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that is my gadget report because my gadgets are all about food, I guess. (laughs) Well, they're a good shape. They're like bowl plates. Obviously, we'll have a link to where we bought them, which was good old old Amazon. Amazon. (laughs) So check them out. Well, they're good because they don't break when you're driving down the road either. Right. And you can nuke them and yeah, all good stuff. All good stuff. Wow, that was super fantastic. Well, that's what we have, two really terrific ladies. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, Stress's Camping Podcast, we're out every Thursday at 8 a.m. We really appreciate your 
telling your friends and fellow campers. And we really appreciate when you write reviews and tell everyone. do we ever. You have no idea how powerful that is. And you'll know next week our guest is also super terrific. And that's because they see these awesome reviews you're writing. So thank you. Thank you so much. Don't forget also we have discounts and deals on the things you'll need for your stressless camping adventure. (laughs) And if you've got a great deal for our audience, let us know. We'd love to share it. So go check us out at www.stresslesscamping.com. You can get from there. You can listen to the podcast. You can jump off to Facebook and Instagram and all the social places that we are. If you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free. It's free to subscribe on any podcast app. Yep, that means... Uh, that's true. <laughs> what I'm saying. I do know this, though. We appreciate your being here. We'll see you next Thursday and happy camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping.